0: What's up? I'm Amanda Costco and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. On today's show, I'm sitting down with Barry Fugatri and Lisa Butler, the co-founder and CEO and director of Strategic Partnerships and Marketing, respectively, at Clothed. That's K-L-O-T-H-E-D, a personal styling app for men. Clothed allows men to visualize themselves in clothes from a retailer and share these looks with friends. While the app is in its early stages, Clothed has their sights set on the opportunities mobile can play in enhancing the customer experience. Here to tell us more are Barry and Lisa. I sat down with them at the Joe Fresh Center for Fashion Innovation at Ryerson University in Toronto. So Barry and Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. So for people who don't know, what is Clothed?
1: Clothed is a personalized style planning and shopping app for men. We help men look better, save time, and simplify their lives.
0: And we're here at the Joe Fresh Center for Innovation. Despite all that I've heard about this space, this is my first time here, so thank you so much for having me. We haven't talked about this space on the podcast yet, so maybe as a start we could talk about what is the Joe Fresh Center for Innovation and how did you get involved?
2: Well, go for it, Barry. Why
1: don't you give us the So the Joe Fresh Center for Fashion Innovation is here within Ryerson University. And Ryerson, is a pretty progressive institution. They've recognized for the last few years that they couldn't train students in the way that they had in the past with the assumption that once they graduated, they'll go out and find a job because those jobs don't really exist in the numbers that they used to. So Ryerson has embraced entrepreneurship and they teach it within all the programs and they support it. So if students or graduates or members of the outside community have a good business idea, Mm -hmm. there's an opportunity to come into Ryerson and grow that idea. Joe Fresh got involved, I guess, about two years ago now, Lisa? Yes, And they gave a fairly significant financial contribution to Ryerson to set up a center for fashion innovation. And what they went out and did was looked for initially six companies that they thought might have disruptive technologies and ideas. And so there was a competition and we were lucky enough to be selected as one of the winners. So we came into the Joe Fresh Center, I guess, about a year ago now. And by being a member of this community, we have access to mentors. We have some access to financial resources. We have the opportunity to liaise with Joe Fresh company executives, as well as other people in the industry. And it's really an incubator sort of thing, an opportunity for us to take our idea and move it on forward.
2: And much like any incubator, the idea that you're working alongside other startups, you can share ideas and support each other. So I think there's the idea that you're also kind of benefiting from the other startup energy within the Innovation Center.
0: Right. So much startup energy in Toronto right now. Yeah.
1: It's absolutely true.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about the app. Let's walk users for it's a podcast, obviously. So people are listening. Let's walk them through the process of downloading the app, opening it and, you know, signing up and um, accessing its features. So
1: initially, the app is available on the Canadian app store. So it's essentially a soft launch. We're very um, big believers in an iterative approach to software development. We're believers in the lean startup methodology. So we've worked very closely with three Canadian retailers, and we've launched in Canada. And so when you pull the app down, you're prompted, if you choose, to take a selfie of your face. And you then tap to delete the background behind your face. You then tap to choose a body shape that looks like yours. Right now we give you two body shapes, a standard, and what we fondly uh, refer to as a dad bod. So a little bit larger guy, your your typical North American male actually. Mm -hmm. And so then you also have an opportunity to select your skin tone. And there's a slider and you can choose whatever is closest to you. And then You just simply choose the labels and retailers you're interested in and you swipe to try things on.
2: So the idea is you have a personalized model that looks like you from top to bottom and really what we hope is that clothes taps into the psychology of the male consumer. They don't resonate with what the male model images that they see in advertising. Mm -hmm. Most of them don't really enjoy the shopping process. They don't like going into stores to try things on. And that makes online shopping even more difficult when they're not as Confident of how things will fit or look on them, guys tend to stay in a very comfortable zone of what they're wearing. And if they're going to purchase items, they often have somebody uh, weigh in, whether that's uh, a girlfriend or a partner or even a sales associate that they that they might trust. So the idea with clothed is that you can see a personalized model of yourself. You can safely, in a warm environment of the app within your hand, uh, tap and swipe to try on clothes and experiment, perhaps. And the best part of, of clothed is beyond just seeing the personalization, it allows you to share. So you can share items, you can share outfits with other people and get them to weigh in on whether or not it looks good on you. And I'll let Barry take it a little further because sharing was was really a big part of this.
1: Yeah, that's right. We recognize that that commerce is now social. People really look to their networks and other people in their lives to give them input when they're buying something, whether it's clothing or music. And so we recognize from the beginning that men in particular are often looking for guidance, whether it's from a partner or someone else. And so we've given people the ability to put together an outfit and then send it by someone in order to get some feedback. But we've pushed it a little bit further. And what we've done very recently, and it's in the current version of the app, is once you've brought your face and you've selected your body shape and your skin tone, we give you the ability to send that profile to another user. So that user is not just reviewing what you think you might look good and they can put together outfits for you. We found that there's been a really positive response to that feature and capability. The other thing that we're very interested in is the utilization of our app in store. So we really see it as an omni-channel thing. So we're working with a couple retailers right now And sales associates inside the store are taking the face photographs of their customers, and then they're using that model to communicate with the customer on an ongoing basis. And that's really exciting for us, for the consumers, but also for our our retail partners.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that I can really see this working really well in stores because it's a kind of new way of engaging the customer who's coming in and is now expecting that sort of high tech experience out of their in-store experience. So I could really see it working well there. So as it stands right now, just to clarify, because there are a lot of styling apps on the market right now, you can't view existing clothes in your closet. This is about aspiration. This is about what I'm going to buy, what I'm going to put together for my, you know, aunt's wedding sort of thing.
2: Well, aunt's wedding, special occasions, regular workday. Let's face it, most guys, the, what they have in their closet is typically a set of basics. So, you know, clothes would allow you, most of our retailers will have that pair of jeans, that pair of khaki pants, that, you know, brown, that blue shirt, the white button down, things that guys typically have in their closet. But, But yeah, this is definitely about seeing what looks good on you, shopping, the various retailers, putting together outfits that you can ultimately save into your calendar so that you get into the style planning, wardrobe planning. The thought process behind this was we know a lot of, we've had conversations with a lot of women, either as girlfriends or wives, deal with their mates by planning their outfits. So when their guy goes on a business trip, for example, they lay out all the clothes, they take photos of them, lay down on the bed, they put them into you know files that this is day one, this is day two, this is day three. It's a bit like giranimals for guys, right? So clothed allows that sort of iterative process of putting together outfits to be shared among more than just one person and really build a wardrobe from there.
0: Great. And so, how do you feel that it differs from other styling apps on the market? What's its main point of differentiation?
1: I think it's really with regards to the extent of personalization that we offer people. So, it becomes their face. So, they're not trying the clothes on an idealized model, but they're trying the clothes on a virtual model of themselves. The other part of that that we've worked really hard at is we've tried to make it a very simple and intuitive experience. We recognize that. Most people have ADD these days. And so, we've made it very, very simple for people to get that face in and to make a selection as to a body shape. We think that we will be extending our differentiation from some of the other apps out there in the areas of sharing. But also, as Lisa mentioned, we allow you to save an outfit to a calendar. So, we really see the app as becoming a utility. It's going to make your life simpler. It's going to make it easier for you to just kind of wake up in the morning, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to wear today. Or if you're wondering, you know, what did I wear to that last meeting? Because I think men like women want to make sure they don't end up wearing the same outfit to the same function all the time. So yeah, we think that personalization is the key. And certainly, we're working with a number of retailers now. So we're constantly expanding the range of clothing types that we offer in the app.
0: Yeah, and I think simplicity is a really key point because one of the styling apps that I love that's for men and women is Wishy. And, you know, you got to upload all your clothes and take pictures of them and then delete the background. And, you know, like it's it's a really great idea, but who is going to really sit and take photos of their entire closet and make sure that it's like uploaded onto this app. When at the end of the day, it's really trying to get you to purchase new clothes, anyhow. Mm-hmm. So it's um, a point of frustration for me because I think that like the the styling service is it's a really good idea, but I haven't experienced it on an app for women where it's you know really fulfilled that dream expectation mm-hmm. of like Share Horowitz's closet from Clueless, right? Oh, okay. But you mentioned the idea that you're partnering with retailers, and so I'm interested to know about the participating retailers and. Uh, how you make relationships with these companies and how they you know how their needs impact your strategy.
1: Yeah, as, as I was saying earlier, we, we really wanted to work with local companies so that we could understand what it is they need to see in order for the app to be useful to them and to their consumers. And so we've worked with three retailers right now. We're bringing on some additional retailers over the next few weeks, but we worked with Joe Fresh, 18 weights and God Style. And one of the things that we've recognized through working with these companies is that we need to be able to bring their content into the app very quickly, very easily. So we're at a point now where we can add content same day. So I think one of the possibilities that uh, you'll see within the next few months is if we were at an event, it's a runway event, we would be able to bring that collection into the app and push it out publicly that same afternoon. So that's one of the things that we've uh, attempted to do. We've also recognized that retailers have existing investments in backends and inventory management systems. So we work closely with Shopify. And if a retailer is using the Shopify platform, it's really simple for us to be able to ping and and read their inventory information. So no additional effort required on the part of the individual retailer. We can talk to Shopify's APIs and SDKs to ensure that we're able to provide current availability and pricing information.
0: That's amazing. I didn't know about the Shopify integration, and I'm so excited right now about all of the Canadian tech that's happening here. (laughs) So... I want to talk a little bit about what fulfillment looks like. And maybe you can unpack that idea of integrating with Shopify's data backend. So if I make an in-app purchase, Mm -hmm. because purchasing is a part of the app. If I do make an in-app purchase for my dad, let's say, what does fulfillment look like? What percentage of the sales goes to you? Because I'm assuming that's how you're monetizing it.
1: Sure. We use a, uh, what's called a drop ship model. So, so the order is transacted within the app. The retailer receives an instruction to ship to the customer and. They do that. Any returns or anything like that go directly to the retailer as well. The industry standard is is that the percentage withheld by a company like ours is between 10 and 20 or 25%. We're certainly within that range as well. We have other relationships with other retailers as well. So we are building a white label version right now for two retailers. And we have some other types of licensing agreements as well. But we're absolutely convinced that the model that makes the most sense for us and the retailers is allowing them to use their existing knowledge and assets to do the delivery. We really don't want to get into the inventory or shipping business at all.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. I think that there's a way of being a service to consumers without having to touch product. I think that's the holy grail right there. One of the biggest challenges with online shopping is this idea of fit. And before we started recording, you did mention, you know, you're not really trying to solve the fit problem. You're more a styling feature, a styling app. But I'm sure it comes up because if I'm choosing, let's say, the dad bod and you know you know that the dad bod is a certain size in Joe Fresh clothing, how does that vary based on the other retailers that you bring on and how do you ensure that you're getting your customer the
2: right size for their body? It's a fair question. One of the things that we're aware of is the differences between sizes. This goes for men and women across the board in fashion. I'm a size eight in this, but I'm actually a four in this. And that runs rampant. So in order to kind of eliminate any of the confusion, what we are able to do is first of all, offer up only clothes that have been selected for that body type. So if you are a dad bod and that's what you select in the closed app, the only clothes that will be offered up are the ones that have been approved by that re- retailer to really fit that body type. Some Men's lines are much more slim fit. So that would kind of be withheld from the offerings that you're given. The other thing is within each of the item descriptions, we can provide a little bit more information as to what particular size that is. So if it's a Joe Fresh on a dad bod, we can say that this might be an extra, extra large. Whereas in another label, that might be just a large or a medium. It's hard to say. So it's really up to both us as the app and the retailer to provide a little bit of insight as to how something is going to fit. And one of the things that we know is the percentage of returns within e-commerce is upwards of 40%. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of that has to do with with fit for sure, but I think a lot of it has to do with expectation of how it's going to look on someone. So what we're hoping is that ultimately this app is going to start to bring those numbers down with the retailers that we're partnering with.
0: Yeah, because visualization, right? So you can now actually see on the app, this shirt's going to go with these pants, going to go with these shoes, and then you have that outfit in your head. So all you have to do is put it on. You don't have to do the styling in front of the mirror when you get home, which can be the fun part, but can be the frustrating part too. Let's let's be real. So I wanted to unpack what you'd mentioned earlier, Barry, about the idea of potentially having this in stores for sales associates to play around with, with the customers. Is that something that is being piloted right now?
1: Absolutely. It's, it's happening right now and we're really excited and, and the consumers are excited and the sales associates are really excited. I think one of the things that is probably most interesting and most powerful about clothed is the analytics. So we give the retailer visibility into what people are trying on. That allows them to do some forecasting as to what products are moving better than others. But it also gives them the opportunity to, should the consumer opt in for this because there are privacy considerations that we're very respectful of, But if the consumer opts in, it gives the retailer the ability to send an in-app message to the consumer and say, hey, you know, Fred, that pair of pants that you tried on yesterday is 30% off. Or, you know, have you thought about this jacket to go with this item that's in your collection right now? So we're really, really excited about Clothed as a tool for retailers. Because one of the challenges right now is that a lot of consumers are... Disloyal is not the right word. People are, let's say, brand loyal. They like, for example, Calvin Klein. But oftentimes, they really don't care where they buy that Calvin Klein product. What we're doing is we're helping retailers increase their sales, reduce their returns, and enhance stickiness with our consumers. Because the retailer is going to know what the consumer has previously purchased, there's a greater probability that that consumer will continue to shop with that retailer. And that's really, really important these days because we all have infinite choice. We can buy whatever we want from wherever we want.
0: Okay. So a couple more questions and then we'll wrap up. You are starting with men.
2: Any plans to expand to women? Well, we like to say that we started with men because men are infinitely more simple than, <laughs> <And uncomfortable laughs> much more simpler than women. But the truth is, it's true. In order to develop an app that's a, about how something looks, looks on you and personalizing, you know, a model to look like you based on a selfie of your face and some body types, with men, it is simple. We can get away with a few different body types and kind of cover the majority of men out there. With women, it becomes much more complicated. And women buy clothes, you know, based on how they fit. And there are multiple shapes. There are multiple types of women. There would be different, you know, and women wear clothes differently. So some women want to know how things look with their hair up versus their hair down. How does that look with a high? High, you know, knee-high boots versus the the flats, and so it starts to get very layered. What we wanted to do was kind of execute something that made sense, that worked, that allowed us to refine this approach of providing a personalized styling experience and shopping experience for a consumer, and make sure that that worked for the retailer, and then take all of those learnings, and ultimately, yeah, we we love to see this work for women too.
1: One of the things that actually surprised us is that a lot of our users are women probably 35% of our users are women And, and these are women who are attempting to improve the look of the men in their lives, whether it's a boyfriend, husband, brother, friend. And so we've been very pleased about that and we've actually started to adjust our marketing spend so that we can target women as a demographic. We get a lot of requests from women who say, "When is a version coming out for me?" As Lisa said, we started with men. We found that the app really does tap into the psychology and preferences of the male consumer. We're very pleased with the response. We think there's a significant opportunity in menswear, but we're also very curious about about the women's side of the business as well. And so, I think there's a a very real possibility that we'll come out with a version for women within the next year or so.
0: Great, I can't wait to test it. So I didn't have this question written down, but I'm gonna throw it at you and uh, see, see how we do. As a company that's working at the intersection of fashion and technology, what do you think fashion can learn from tech? And I'll turn the question on its head. What do you think tech can learn from fashion?
2: Well, it's a very layered question for sure. You know, fashion is one of the last industries to really see the impact of technology on how it works and not just on the back end as far as consumers are concerned or on the front end where consumers are concerned, but on the back end to how designers are inspired to create collections, how they produce collections, how they create those collections, whether it's with materials or through typical production manufacturing process we're seeing that trickle down all the way through retail which is you know still we're going to see that overhauled immensely within the next 5 to 10 years and to how we share and and consume fashion from a media standpoint so i think we are at the very you know we're still climbing up that hill on the roller coaster we have yet to hit the top of the hill and then it's going to be within the next 5 to 10 years that we will really begin to see the impact of technology on fashion fashion is always about change. So even though it's been slow to adapt technology, I think that technology has a lot to learn from the creativity that fashion brings.
1: I guess from my perspective as a technology person, so I, nobody can see me right now in this Mm -hmm. podcast, but I am fairly obviously not a fashion guy. I'm a software guy. I had another software company that I sold a few years ago and I got interested in this idea because I thought it was a challenge and- in all honesty, I knew that I could use a little bit of help in upping my look. So as a technology person, I can make software do pretty much anything. What we've had to do as a company is surround ourselves with people who have deep knowledge of fashion. So Lisa is part of our team. We have a strong advisory committee. We work very closely with our retail partners. So what we've attempted to do is say, okay, what is it that consumers need to know about fashion? What do they need to know in order to improve their looks? And by having a dialogue with people who have deep industry knowledge, we're getting close. I don't know that we're necessarily there in all honesty, but we're getting close to building something that works really, really well, that helps men look better, that helps them save time, save money, and really simplify their lives. So I think there's a, an interesting marriage of, of technology and fashion. And I think if you get that right, and again, we're not quite there. I think if you do get it right, I think that it's a very very significant opportunity. We know now, we've just seen numbers in the last few days, that 54% of men have shopped online for clothes. That number's doubled what it was a year ago. So it's an interesting moment in time. And we're hoping that we've got the right mix of people to help us kind of seize the opportunity.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you and learn more about your business.
1: Thank you thank very you. much.
0: That was my conversation with Barry Fogatri, the co-founder and CEO of Clothed, and Lisa Butler, the Director of Strategic Partnerships and Marketing. You can check them out on iTunes by searching for Clothed, that's K-L-O-T-H-E-D. Clothed will be one of the startups presenting at Startup Fashion Week's Fashion Tech Forum, the evening of October 6th at Uberflip in Toronto. I'll be there moderating a panel on the future of fashion. We'd love to see you there. For more details, check out Electric Runway's global event listings on electricrunway.com. For your daily dose of fashion tech, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at electric underscore runway. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future.